0: Hello and welcome to And Just Like Watch. I'm Luke and I know good sex and I'm not afraid to talk about it.
1: Oh, that's a good intro, Luke. I didn't rewrite really mine. <laughs> I wrote a crap one yesterday and now I have to think about it on the spot. <laughs> 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 I'm still going to go with, I'm Melita and I am, What well, if you were going to compare me to a Sex and the City character, I would be Anthony because I am short and fiery. Um, as you'll see in the content to come.
0: So let's dive in to this first two episodes of i Just Like That. So the first scene, we see um, Charlotte Miranda, Carrie reunited, um, going for brunch, and Bitsy von Mufflin enters Mm -hmm. the chat, um, asking where's the fourth musketeer, and immediately um, they resolve that Samantha's now living in London.
1: They got it up, They got the elephant in the room in the room straight away, which is fair dues, because um, everyone was thinking about it. Um, but I was more distracted by Charlotte's awkward acting. Like I didn't really care for Samantha because I was so obsessed with how lost and so out of the picture she looked. Like them Cynthia Nixon and Sarah Jessica Parker are great actresses, but. Kristen Davis wow what happened what happened to the pandemic like she just seemed like she'd lost the will to act she was so confused like she just got given the script like two minutes prior and was gonna her
0: face reactions are like so over the top as well (laughs) like especially because her face is like frozen as well she's like "Ah, ah."
1: I don't think she knew how to use her new face um she Mm. was just kind of just and I think it was—I must have been set in a green screen. I just found that first scene quite jarring. Um, it
0: was very jarring,
1: and it was just so awkwardly acted. But I don't know, set a precedent, I reckon. I was, it was excited to see how it went.
0: Yeah, I was so excited for this to come back. Like
1: so <clears throat> swiftly after they're like so excited to take their seats, like Harry screams when they're like table for three they're into the seats and like straight away Miranda's like I stepped on Brady's shoes condom last night for a bit background uh, Miranda and Steve seem to have very um, carefree parenting skills and they let Brady's girlfriend Louisa stay over Um, and Miranda's just bringing the mom the mom topics to the table which we need to get used to this season because all they talk about is being old being moms and work culture which come on to a little bit um, but Carrie just seems super disinterested. Like she just wants to order her fries and mm. Samantha, no, sorry, Samantha. No, oh God, Elephant in the Room. Um, Charlotte entertains it, but it's just, <laughs> I don't really see why they were talking about this. Like, what was it? What was it yeah, for? Yeah,
0: I think they were like, oh, we need to bring the show back to what it's originally about as sex. So like now the kids are the ones who are like all fucking and, yeah I guess and then like when Carrie pulls the joke you like always see the condom half full It's like <laughs> that's just gross <laughs> it's like
1: her like you. I don't think anyone really missed her puns like if they did it was in like an ironic way and yeah. then just like straight up they go for the uh, condom half full
0: line. When you watch Sex and City back like those puns have like a bit of a charm to them but because <laughs> we're watching it in like modern like just we're watching it in real life it's like oh the condom is half full what a fucking massive load Brady has if the it condom's half full like.
1: <laughs> maybe that's what they wanted us to read into
0: <laughs> we
1: were looking at the wrong
0: thing <laughs> the big um, strong Brooklyn load
1: was, yeah I just feel like they've written Brady really basically like he's like mm. a teenager and lives in Brooklyn he's got pretty cool parents I have not I think Miranda and Steve are cool um, compared to, like, yeah. our Northern Midlands parents in the UK. Um, <laughs> I'm just surprised that it's just really two-dimensional, the way they've written him. Like They've always... From comparing how they've written like, Lily and Rose, who we'll see yeah. like later on, it does feel like how they've written Brady or how they are going to like show him has just been a bit half-arsed.
0: He's um, just, like, another male character where he isn't really a character. He's just... there. Like,
1: yeah. But like...
0: Which... <laughs> I don't even know how they, like, he's just blowing massive loads into condoms, like...
1: And uh, um, getting with his girlfriend, who is, like, very much a nine, and I, d- I think he's punching.
0: He is defo punching. Yeah. Well, are like, babe, get some self-respect. Yeah. <laughs> but she's play- She's not paying rent to live in Brooklyn, so...
1: Exactly. She must,
0: like, she's, she's winning. Yeah. And then Miranda s- says she's getting her <laughs> uh, Masters in Human Rights... Like, getting a master's in human rights, like, seems the most weird. Like, you have to get a master's to learn about human rights.
1: Like... <laughs> it feels like, it, from my from my basic understanding of middle age, Um, it feels like she was a lawyer, she got bored, and it's like, well, what degree can I do now with the massive bucks I've earned? And, yeah. like, with my house in Brooklyn going up twice in value. Like, she's just got all this disposable mm-hmm. income. So she's going to look... At human rights, and also I think it's trying to reflect her um, kind of run as governor of NYC. Yeah. Was it governor? Was it? Um, yeah, she's going to win the Cuomo, end. Yeah, yeah. I think they're trying to bring aspects of their personal life in, which we'll probably yeah. see throughout the episode. There's been a few instances of it.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, with like when Carrie um, was talking about Samantha, you can definitely feel like them brushing up against her. They like. SJP's relationship with Kim Cattrall like it feels a bit touchy feely, but that kind of makes it, like, I don't know, like the women are exploring being 50 year olds, so they kind of have to reflect themselves in it to make it authentic, I think.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. I do feel like for my original, when I first started watching it though, I was surprised that it was Miranda going back to uni. I thought it would be like Charlotte, I thought it would be like the bored housewife or someone like Charlotte who's just like kind of tries the different things out like didn't she like,
0: like... did Charlotte have a lobotomy like
1: <laughs> they just completely <laughs> destroyed her character well we'll come on to that later on in the first beginning bit I'm just more shocked about her acting
0: so now we get uh, Charlotte asking if Miranda's gonna dye her hair um <laughs> <laughs> which actually like no offense Cynthia but like her hair looks so nice ginger like I don't know. Do
1: you reckon? I don't mind it, Grey. I think it's. I don't know. She always had such polarizing haircuts that she's. Yeah. I can't expect.
0: I just kind of. I think I just Gray. don't like Cynthia Nixon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Straight <laughs> off the bat. I hate her.
0: I just don't. Yeah. She just like comes across as like. Like, she actually is kind of coming across h- how she is in this episode. Like, I f- kind of find her a bit like overfacing. Like, this guy I used to date, um, he was Cynthia Nixon's like um, uh, tenant, and he was like, "She is Miranda, like, f- like through and through. <laughs> like, she's like team too much. Like, she's really like overfacing and like screamed at him." And so, so I, I think I just have bad, bad vibes. From Cynthia oh well
1: I, well, I don't trust a landlord full stop. That, but even worse if they're a shouty landlord.
0: If you're a landlord trying to pretend you're a socialist, that's that's not. <laughs>
1: human rights, but fuck you, uh, tenants. <laughs> fuck you, tenants' rights. <laughs> oh, tea. And then
0: Miranda says, we can't stay who we were. So they're really angling and just like that as stepping away from Sex and the City. The, like, the characters have changed so much because the culture we're in now has changed so much. And then immediately this is shown by Carrie taking a photo of some guy... <laughs> like for her instagram and the, <laughs> like it, everything just feels a bit like stop and start like it feels really choppy watching the first like five minutes but yeah i think they kind of had to like just throw it into this like new um pool that's not six in the city it's like a, it's, it's a different show like carrie's not narrating over the series like
1: oh of course yeah hmm. And they've also got to write a show by my dynamic of four really strong characters, like three characters. And I'm just going to say it, two and a half, because Charlotte (laughs) was never really... like She's not really all there this series from what I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, So it must be quite a difficult thing. And also like how Carrie, like her main things like smoking, like hating technology, blah, blah, Mm. blah. Like you can't get away with that now on TV, I don't think. But she has to have like... I know she's been forced to it by her, like, management or whatever, but it's just, like, trying to keep up with something that maybe doesn't serve the characters as much. And maybe yeah. that's what it's like to be middle-aged. I don't know.
0: Well, we'll find out. Um, we will. Yeah, that like Carrie was, like, wrapping her book in a little scarf and, like, she doesn't <laughs> feel like the right person to be doing a podcast. Like
1: Some things that they've got Carrie to do that just seem a bit, just for the sake of it being twenty twenty one, yes it's, it's su- suiting her character. Yeah, definitely.
0: And then Charlotte introduces her friend L D W Lisa Todd Wexley, <laughs> and Charlotte says she's a documentary maker and a hu- humanitarian, and she's on Vogue's international best dress list. And her son Henry is in the same music group as Lily, her daughter. And like, even like saying that, like that's a summarized version of what she says. Like, even saying that is. Like the dialogue is so heavy. And like <laughs> it's, it's like not even very <laughs> it's not funny as well. Yeah, like... And like when they introduce Lisa Dodwexu, it's like, oh, like they've just planted this woman to increase the diversity of the shows, but like <laughs> oh, okay, like uh ha-ha. she's like, Oh, can I have a chip carry Oh it's just it's just it's so weird. that
1: whole thing I've always had a bit of a of hatred for the whole chip culture in Sex and the City or the car culture <laughs> they do kind of push it and it was so weird like they, the only woman of colour at this moment in time they made her come over and ask for a chip off like three white women so if you're going to be fully woke be fully woke or like be co- like how how your story presents itself and how you're portraying the characters. You've got to sh- like, think of these nuances. Like, no middle-aged woman, like, no woman, even... Oh, actually, maybe I would. But, like, no self-respecting woman would go up to a table like, oh, can I have your cold chips? That's so, like...
0: Going up to, like, someone you don't know, friends, be like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to eat this. I'm going to eat this fucking chip. And...
1: these. they're like $2.50 like who needs a chip that desperately and like the amount of times they reference
0: like coronavirus and like this isn't safe she shouldn't be eating your chips babe like that chip could be covered in (laughs) COVID-19
1: it was just yeah I hate Carrie's approach to chips the COVID era does not allow us to share food and they really they like said that LTW was like amazing person and she's like here like asking for chips (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just ask for like oh can I bit your steak or like, like oh, oh, can I, give can us a I bit, bit of that coke wine. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense it was just a bit they just crowbarred her in there a little bit oh and not God in a God. very like chill way yeah it was awkward
0: <laughs> and then Carrie goes to say I have to go record my podcast now they're like jury duty it's like <laughs> oh are we supposed to be excited Carrie has this new career that she like relates to jury duty and it's like
1: oh my god remember when she did jury duty in the series she seemed to have more fun sitting in like that town hall than she did ever sitting around that table with like Jay and like the other podcaster
0: yeah it's very weird and then like (laughs) um marinda and carrie leave and then um ltw leaves and just like oh charlotte is literally just sat on her own i was like god they really just love leaving charlotte out like and now Samantha isn't there. Charlotte's is just fully has no friends. Like,
1: <laughs> do you think Kristen Davis like pissed someone off like behind the scenes? They've just given her like the worst storyline. Yeah, like the most tragic personality. Um, yeah, she's just definitely the most tragic character so far.
0: Like, she must just like SJP must just hate Kristen Davis. But Kristen Davis is like, I need to get paid. Like, we just went through a pandemic, and uh, <laughs> I, I can't afford to not get paid. Like, Kristen Davis is absolutely gorgeous. Like, she's one of the most beautiful women on TV, like, hands yeah, down. Definitely. Even still, like, she looks amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: She's so striking.
0: And then, so we go outside with Miranda and Carrie talking about um, the recital that um, Charlotte's, like, pushing Carrie to go to. And then we find out Miranda doesn't listen to Carrie's podcast, which, like, considering Miranda and Carrie, like, supposed to be, like, the cure, like, core best friends. I find it, like, a bit weird, like, that she doesn't listen to Carrie's podcast.
1: But then I, when I re this, I was like, well, Carrie didn't listen to Miranda's story. Like, she doesn't really seem that interested in Miranda's life. Yeah, true. Um, And then it was, it, it, it kind of shows cracks more in their relationships. And Miranda is definitely a podcast person. If she's still getting the subway... Um, she definitely. You need a she podcast has like before. AirPods
0: in her ears the whole series, like the yeah. whole like first episode.
1: She's not just listening to like I don't know what Americans listen to, but yeah, been, <laughs> they seem so deeply uninterested in like major parts of each other's lives. Yeah,
0: it's so weird. And then then they briefly touch on um, Samantha not being there, and Carrie just explains it just doesn't make sense for her to be to keep her as my purposes anymore. Then Carrie relates to Carrie firing her as Samantha, like, firing her as a friend. And then Carrie kept reaching out, leaving her voicemails, asking her to fix it. And it just, like, it really reeks of SJP, like, how (laughs) annoyed she is with, like, Kim Cattrall. Like, Kim Cattrall is like, just kind of, like, shown that SJP is, like, probably not, like, the nicest, like, I'm sure she's lovely, but I'd say she's pretty hard work to like work with.
1: Yeah, that they really bared it out because they could have, they've got a pandemic on their side. They could have easily just said like, oh, Samantha's stuck in London. Mm. Like she's got, or maybe like how she was so stressed about uh, menopause. Maybe she's really stressed out about COVID because like the side effects of COVID can affect how you look yeah it makes hair fall out top fact um so maybe they could have like played more on the pandemic versus playing on like the relationship itself because that doesn't invite any uh, i think people still hoped samantha would come back and now it's just completely obliterated i think it
0: has yeah
1: or like it's kind of it looks it's not very graceful like it just doesn't it's not very like Mm.
0: it
1: just reeks of Insecurity, if I'm honest, on SJP's part. Yeah, they could have played it so much better.
0: Yeah, it's, it just is like, but then like Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis were like, we feel like we handled it really well with like Samantha and stuff, and I was like, oh, really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Samantha was such a good like, she was the only one who got really down, to like like down dirty bits, like she really. Like when people, she was like, no judgment there with the relationships. Mm. She had the really grotty story, not grotty, but the deeper storylines like cancer, yeah. etc. So it's kind of weird that this little thing about like a contract between two professionals was the one that tipped her over the edge. Yeah. So it just does not make any sense to her character in the slightest. Yeah, And if she's such a well-written character. They've done a disservice to like their writing as well.
0: Mm. Um, it's so weird. It's a like- massive shame. The only single character is no longer in the show. Okay, yeah. That's really the weird. The one who
1: gave the best sex is no longer in sex, let
0: <laughs> So we just, we just like Brady blowing massive loads instead.
1: <laughs> but you made a really good point, actually, when you said like the replacements, like the replacements that we've been shown so far are a bit crap, but you thought of a really good idea, didn't you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a really great idea where... <laughs> In the, like season two, there's Samantha goes out to a gay bar and they go to bingo, and she bumps into a drag queen called Samantha, who was one of Sam's many men she fucked, and then he turned out to be a drag queen and then impersonates um, Samantha. They really just need to bring this drag queen into the show. Like, we don't, <laughs> we don't need any. We don't need like LTW. We just need drag queen Samantha. Like
1: i think it's kind of like we need the level of provocation that samantha bought in the early series um i mean i was not an adult in the 90s but i imagine that her being on tv was quite controversial and like pushing the envelope a little bit not massively as a white woman talking about sex but it was it was still doing something um we kind of need that kind of provocative vibe within the group now because it just kind of feels a bit down and out like all they talk about is like being a bit like oh, i'm over being old mm. i'm like yeah they're like don't they like do not they can not keep up with like pronouns yeah like we need someone to be like pushing an agenda or being quite exciting yeah and that's what's missing and that would be quite cool mm. if they brought a character like that in
0: i think that what that is Che is like the samantha like mm. so then carrie goes back to the house um where biggers and she's talking about salmon and some shit and listen to music and lockdown it's so fucking boring like it's
1: domestic bliss though it's like what we've wished for well I don't think we that's a bit generous but it's something that we kind of like Carrie wanted this is what Carrie's
0: always wanted yeah and then Big like Big's talking about doing his thousands ride on the peloton and then I was doing the maths earlier and then (laughs) (laughs) I was like if this was Big's thousands ride he would have to be doing cycle every day for three years which seems like kind of unrealistic but then it's been 10 years since <laughs> it's been 10 years <laughs> since, since sex in the city too so i was like big must have had to do three peloton cycles a week for the past 10 years to get a thousand rides like a thousand cycles that's insane like
1: didn't peloton it didn't even come out until about six years ago did it
0: well exactly so he's
1: what <laughs> <Yeah. It's laughs> he's been doing like t-
0: six days a week um
1: someone was it you who made a joke the other day like um he's on that peloton so often because he's trying to avoid carry
0: oh my god yeah he's like wanting he's waiting for the peloton just to like cycle away and he's like oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't think he's paying 800 pounds for a machine to turn it for 10 minutes he's definitely doing a full hour of cardio oh my
0: god for whilst
1: carrie's like writing in quotations
0: and then we go to miranda going i think i guess it's her first day at uni and then um getting a chapelet in the bar <laughs> and then the bar's called smith so i was like oh maybe it's um samantha's ex-boyfriend smith i was like oh this would be a cool way to like introduce him but no she just goes in at 10 45 waits for 15 minutes next to Chaplet, goes to uni and like it just like it's the worst encounter that like, oh, just, <laughs> when she I walks into know. the room as well and like everyone's so quiet it's just like you know something's like
1: i, I just think it's just a i'd get a bodega wine i would not get a seven pound fifty wine in the morning if you're um, gonna get the subway balance it out get a bodega wine and get uber b if everyone is supposedly so woke in this timeline they wouldn't treat her like crap like ageism is like one of the oldest things like the oldest things ageism is one of those things that people are so over like we're so used to old people being cool yeah so i I don't understand why they treat her like she's got like the plague it's, I don't know anyone, we had like, when we went to uni, we had older students and we definitely didn't bat an eyelid, it was, it was just general. part of it, like we just understood like, education expensive, like people just want to get into it, you can't give them grief no matter how old they are.
0: Yeah, and Miranda tells her tutor she can't have braids, <laughs> and it all <laughs> just goes down, but like the plug, like it's just so awkward, and the Miranda a non-binary person she's like oh he just told me So it's like oh okay someone's quick <laughs> with the pronouns and then oh it's just like everything about it is just like okay they've literally just searched sex in the city hashtag on Twitter and was like okay we're gonna discuss racial inequality and <laughs> gender equality and non like gender like issues and gender rep- like, it's like oh my god it's way too much like it's
1: i saw someone say about it they said that instead of just like writing within like what they knew and like their vision they've written it as if they're responding back to critiques about sex in the city they're not really like they've probably just seen a, a, a proper good handful of people complain about certain things and now they're just kind of like trying to like get rid of the fire around yeah. it and kind of approach it but they've approached it in such a haphazard way that it just comes across as just as cringe as the original did yeah
0: and so, like, like the original series like would react to like criticisms like there was like <laughs> an episode where the girls were like talking about like the men they're dating and Miranda's like is this all we do like just talk about men and it was like a reaction to the criticisms and like all the, like, <laughs> yeah. they, all the women go like silent and it was like it's obviously them addressing it's like the show is about like love and relationships like what are we going to mm-hmm. talk about if we can't talk about it but this way so, of yeah. reacting to criticism is just not the way like it's not entertaining it's really uncomfortable like <laughs> and, like it, it just really highlights. it just like again emphasizes that like white people have got like a lot to go like michael patrick king definitely doesn't has a mm-hmm. lot long way to go to understand him
1: but with this, like I don't think so, Miranda was kinda of tragic, being like a, a white woman who's kind of had it easy kind of thing. But she wouldn't be this like thing after thing after thing mm. that happened. She wouldn't be that tragic. Um she kind of was a she was never much of a talker, if I remember from the series as well. Yeah. So for her to put her foot in her mouth so often just doesn't really go along with her character.
0: Yeah, definitely. She, like, it feels way more... She's, like, definitely the most nuanced character. Like, she's a lawyer. She knows when to, like, speak and, like, mm-hmm. not speak out of time. And, like, I'm just, like, you've been alive lawyer for, like, I guess, like, 20 years? Like, surely you would understand how to yeah. fucking talk to people.
1: <laughs> and, like, I understand that maybe the law, like, law as an industry isn't very diverse. But they must have been representing people and being confronted with loads of, like, kind of cases that would have been... That make you think yeah. like she's an educated woman, that like they've made her just come across as quite a bumbling fool. Mm. And like how I said earlier, like this the uni trope that they put to Miranda, I think it should have just gone to Charlotte. Like I can see this Charlotte doing this because she's always been quite protected. Yeah. So they've kind of transferred some of Charlotte's vibes onto Miranda, and I just don't think it works. Like they're putting they're trying to establish a new dynamic for like Charlotte's charlotte still
0: not had a job since season six like she's literally (laughs) like still a housewife like it's so depressing like she had she's like a curator and like now she's still nothing like 20 years later like it's so odd
1: it doesn't make a lot of sense i saw somewhere that's (laughs) someone said that they're punishing cynthia nixon for aging the best (laughs) so giving her the worst storylines and that kind of reflects how they treated um (laughs) <laughs> how they treated samantha but like she was obviously the best actress and everyone's favorites so they just gave her the really harsh storylines yeah. so i feel like they're doing it again because it's just nonsensical what they're doing with miranda at the moment
0: yeah because in the sex and the city free film um, samantha's supposed to like sleep with brady and I, <laughs> apparently that was like the thing that made kim be <laughs> like pull the plug she was just like no <laughs>
1: That makes that is just so perverse. It's so stupid. There must be like other characters.
0: Literally, that they like could have used. anyone. Like...
1: Yeah, let's move on to the the highlight of the show, which is the podcast. I say that.
0: What's the podcast called?
1: I don't know. Is it even
0: like? Do they even address? <laughs> Maybe they do. I don't
1: know. I just think it just made no sense.
0: Also, weird that she was hired for this podcast and like. Carrie easily like could just get her own podcast like oh, yeah like she
1: just... had a column for years yeah, like, exactly. why did she have her own
0: thing she like had book release like books published like and then she just has this like like two very awkward like comedians talking about one kid and getting the like J train and A train and pressing the woke moment and like it puts so much pressure on like J Diaz's like character to um some up what was wrong with Sex and the City in like four minutes and it's like oh my god yeah. it's so like over-facing
1: it's also like car- I don't know the ca- the character of Carrie just is kind of carrying on how she was back in the series but she's a Carrie, Carrie Carrie, Carrie but she's rich she's so rich she doesn't need to make £30 an hour from doing this podcast like it just what makes no sense
0: what do you think they're doing Audub- like Audubor, Love Honey
1: organic oats and like lentils and pulses it just i don't think she needs to do it she's and i think maybe like have they accidentally been like very interesting and mentioned how like these dinosaurs of journalism just get into these podcasts and take up spaces for like people minority voices have they accidentally made a comment in that sense. But no, realistically, they've just shoved Carrie into a podcasting role because that's what's kind of du jour at the moment.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> so it just comes across so awfully. The one thing that really stuck out to me was the lift scene.
0: Yeah, that lift.
1: Like, they're trying to make her host seem like they're really forward thinking and... Whatever, but why did she start making weed in the lift? Like no one would do that. It's just such a tragic like, if you're thing to do. Supposed
0: to be like liberal, like you don't <laughs> want to make someone feel uncomfortable, and like for like she's supposed to be this like woke like host, like she's like mm-hmm. trying to make Carrie like talk about things she's not comfortable with, and it's like mm-hmm. hey, that isn't woke, like
1: yeah, I don't think they understand it. Yeah.
0: They don't.
1: I think they just think like liberal and woke to be some kind of like talking points that you like need to go against. to but realistically it's like an ethos and like treating people with respect and kindness. And it's mm. something as little as that to start to make weed in a lift. But no, I, a lot of my friends are liberal, um, and they would not do that.
0: No. Then it flips back to like Che saying uh Carrie's funny at her job interview and it's just like, What like literally what did she Carrie say in her job interview? Like Carrie isn't funny. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's I've never laughed at anything Carrie said
0: like, I don't think and then Chase says oh, "The will be you as a uptight cisgender female you better step your pussy up
1: <laughs> okay RuPaul like, okay
0: oh yes go mama
1: <laughs>
0: they really just need to bring like one like the whole Drag Race crew in now like they, it feels <laughs> like they're like shunning that way they just need to bring Emily and Paris in as well and she'll just start voguing with well, like
1: well. Game of Thrones dragons bring them in as well. <laughs> HBO IP.
0: <laughs> HBO crossover. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's a very cha- chaotic conversation because they could easily replace Carrie. There's so many interesting people in New York. Hmm. It's weird that they're like holding on for dear life. Maybe she's getting the streams, but then again, then she's just have her own podcast.
0: Oh, Carrie is just, yeah, she's not like stepping a pussy up.
1: <laughs> yeah, they've made her a bit, and we've basic. we've
0: engorged our pussies so much because we're so woke. And Carrie's just, <laughs> just <laughs> Carrie's our asking... pussies are
1: on pedestals right now. It's so stepped up.
0: Ken <laughs> <laughs> Carrie's asking her husband of ten years if he wanks. It's like.
1: Oh, do you know what this scene was so uncomfortable? I think I went to let like, go, brush my teeth. I was, like, do not need to see um, big colour no. wank.
0: Like, and I don't
1: think they even did it. Like it wasn't even. As soon as he like put his zip down, she was like on the bed, like oh my god, what? Oh my god,
0: what? Like She's if so... this was reality, big would get his like fucking iPhone out and just like have like <laughs> four girls, one cup or something. Like he would be into some like... weird kinky shirt, like.
1: Carrie's going to have a vendetta against like Big's right hand for the rest of the season because of this. Like, oh she's God. such a jealous person. Oh I can't gosh. believe she actually made him do it.
0: What part do you think Mr. Big like watches?
1: I think he winks off to the stock market. I think um... he's got like some like charts open, some charts that have a bit of a curve, like a womanly curve, so he's getting <laughs> best of both worlds. But I don't think he really cares too much about Women beings
0: <laughs> then so now he's smoking a cigar and he's telling Carrie he's doing his peloton and then Carrie's wearing her wedding shoes and it's like you kind of kind of like it's you kind of just can tell that like, Big's gonna die <laughs> like,
1: yeah that lingering stare
0: we know we know Sex and City Free film was all about Big dying like just they should I, I think it would have been more interesting if they started with this like Big just dying like the start of the episode or something and then just
1: I don't know because I, I, I kind of feel like that little domestic scene that they did earlier on makes it more it kind of set it up like how much in you know, a good place they were
0: Carrie hmm. says to Big tell tell that whole Allegra. I said hi and she leaves and goes off to um, Lily's piano session <laughs> and then we get um, Charlotte's um, child Rose not wearing her dress Steve's got his 60% 40% hearing and Stanford and Anthony having like a like a domestic because um, Anthony didn't wait for Stanford and I was like I would actually be so pissed off if Peter just like ditched me and like turned up a few minutes later because I was taking longer to go ready.
1: <laughs> but they're like 20 years into their relationship <laughs> <laughs> I don't into know. Into their, I like, false
0: relationship. <laughs> their relationship yeah. makes no sense whatsoever.
1: It's just definitely a, cl- a crowd pleaser, isn't it?
0: Like, Michael Patrick King said they got married because they were the, the, the last gays. And he was like, oh, for fuck's sake.
1: But the gays would be divorcing. It's an non ongoing... Well, everyone divorces around that age, I imagine. It was only because they wanted Liza Milleli to yeah. perform. And that's the most campus situation she could perform in, it so... Is,
0: it is pretty iconic, like. And then Anthony's scrolling for hot boys and hot fellas. Um,
1: I do like Anthony's new side gig. That does make me chuckle. Hot fellas. Um, yeah. Anthony it's looks just so
0: amazing.
1: That's why I think I'm the most that he's my spirit animal, mm, spirit gay, ageless. That's if I'm allowed to say that.
0: Yeah, you are a white fifty-year-old gay man.
1: loves <laughs> <laughs> exploiting hot young men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is the second time now we're seeing Miranda They're obviously pushing this narrative that Miranda has a drinking problem and she's got her purse wine and LTW comes across and asks for some wine and it's just like who is this bitch? She's asking these white women for chips and now she's asking them for a savvy bee, like
1: they're doing both of these women so dirty because, no offence, I've had plenty of purse wine at a shit show. Like, we've been to so many art shows oh God, and, yeah. like, crap cinema trips. We've definitely had a purse wine, like, a £4.99 Sainsbury's Shiraz on the go. Yeah, um, They're really making, like, a... and she shares it with, like, six people. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's like not... that's not an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. um, so they're really touching on this, they're touching really weirdly on this alcoholism. But I kind of feel—I don't know—it feels a bit weird because everyone kind of had their vices during lockdown, so I'm not sure what they're mm. doing with it.
0: Yeah, that's um, true.
1: It just kind of feels a bit wangled on again. Like
0: everything, <laughs> like in this episode, feels a bit like bashed on, and it's like, and then what happens at the end of the episode? You feel a bit like, oh, Miranda was like the ground in character, and she seemed like the most together, and like it all falls apart at the end of this first episode, and it's like, oh my god, we. It's been ten years since we've had like good character development from any of these characters. like twenty years since we've had good character development from any of these characters and
1: yeah and talking about people who just don't seem like how they were and just seem completely rewritten and um, Steve um Death Steve it's such a Death, weird chari-
0: old ugly Steve <laughs> like
1: he went and got lessons to get his queen's accent even more strengthened <laughs> by this interview it was just unbelievably queens it, it, it just made no sense that they made, gave no background as to why he was deaf and also what is it going to apply to the plot it's it just like, a bit nonsensical like, cool. oh
0: my husband is deaf and now i'm a lesbian
1: <laughs> the, the deaf husband, to lesbian pipeline um, <laughs> it just it's makes a, it's no a natural sense. natural progression it's just, I think it's also, like, uh, we've got, like, so many seasons of Sex and the City under our belt and in our minds that we know how these characters work. Mm. So they've kind of just completely scrubbed the whiteboard a bit and just presented these new people. Yeah, that's let true. let for example, was like, a club owner or, like, a bar not Not bar owner, sorry. If he was, like, somebody who worked in sound... If he was, like, a DJ... Yeah, something like, uh, related to, like, messing your ears up. It makes so much sense. But mm. he just owns a bar. Like, if anything, the alcoholism storyline would suit Steve more. Because, like, the pandemic, like, hospitality being shut down. He works in a bar. Like, there's, like, yeah. Stark. That would make way more sense. You would have to, like, think about it. Like, there's a few bits in this story where you're, like, thinking, like, have I missed something? Mm. Like, do I need well, to like, Google what's there this? Was like, season is seven? It- like, yeah, like I had to Google why is Steve deaf like three times during episode one and two because it was just so nonsensical to me. But they hinted at it so often, Um yeah, yeah, weird plot, it's weird, very
0: weird. Um, yeah, then we have the flashes between Lily playing her piano, Big on his peloton. Um, we kind of all see where this is going. Big is on his last ride, um, then we have the inevitable scene where Carrie finds Big and it's, like, it's actually, like, this feels like probably the better act in the whole show. Like, mm-hmm. um, Big plays dying so well. <laughs> like <laughs> And SGP really gets to, like, flex her, like, acting muscle. Like, she hasn't really, like, done something that's dramatic like this in the show before. So it's, like, amazing to see like, SJP, like, really draw out this, like, horrible, like, scene. Like, it, it's really poetic, and, like, it's actually really beautifully done. Like
1: It is. I, I, that'd be, I've been slating SJP all episode, but I think she's a great actress, and she's good at that. Like, she's... The relationship here in Big Had, it does translate very well in this, even though it would not have killed her to ring 911. I
0: like, think she just, she, just wanted, she wanted Big out. She'd been do you done... Reckon?
1: She wanted that whale, Betty. Carrie, Carrie's a
0: lesbian now. (laughs) Carrie's going to go deck as well.
1: Imagine if they all just like... Everyone,
0: like all the women just go leather and all the men just go gay. Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) It just seemed a bit, I think everyone was just shouting at their screens at that point, like ring the emergency services. Why are you hugging this man?
0: A lot of like things happen in this episode that really throw you off and you're like, okay how the fuck are they going to explain all these different like storylines going on with like these like p like characters they just added on as well it's like okay
1: mm-hmm. it did feel like the script kind of did like baby's first script like it just yeah. like oh let's just do this now actually no let's try this now or we should do this like a story arc now mm. there is no kind of cohesive kind of storyline to it at all like there's no nuance and it didn't really hint too much at the series yeah it's just so standalone and so <laughs> just random
0: yeah
1: um to the point that like even how much they referenced this peloton this bloody peloton mm. i thought that they must have been in cahoots that they would have had like a brand deal but seemingly so like peloton had no idea about this mm. and they kind of kicked up a fuss and then inevitably like did an advert with Chris North and the instructor, which they turned around super quick, um, and it was like viral for like two days. But then um, the shit's hitting the fan.
0: And just have to jump in um, all these allegations against Chris North or all um, allegedly just to cover our backs. The shit is hitting <laughs> at the <ATM>. fan. <laughs> so I think this like leaked yesterday. Not le- not leaked, but like yesterday. There's this massive article on. Chris North, Mr. Big, being accused of sexual assault by two different women. One of them is, um, her pseudonym is Zoe, who's now 14, and Lily, who's 31, now 31. They both came forward independently with their own accounts of having been sexually assaulted by North on separate occasions, more than a, a decade apart. Both said they were spurred to speak up after seeing the actor reprise his role originally popularized in Sex and the City. And like, this just is like an, like, this <laughs> this show feels a bit cursed now, like
1: it so does. That's such a good way of putting it. It just feels like this whole Christmas thing. Like, oh, he got killed off. Oh, he's got to deal with Peloton. Oh, he's a rapist mm. all in all the space of six days.
0: Yeah, it's he dies. Chaos. He comes back alive, and the Peloton other. They kill the other, and now he's a rapist. Like,
1: I do stand by these women, mm. Zoe, Lily, and
0: pretty heroine oh well mr Big's dad. we're not going to talk about chris knoth again he goodbye goodbye chris North.
1: <laughs> i hope peloton got their money back because they're mr oh my Kingdom god big man of cash
0: big wad of cash oh my god definitely
1: um so to end on a big bit of note that is the end of episode one we covered everything quite chronologically so you can kind of follow along whilst you're watching and think and just like what the fuck
0: and just um, like, what the fuck?
1: And just like, what the and fuck? And just like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's, um, we're, yeah, we'll be coming up for episode two and we'll have a bit more goss because if you already watched episode two, you'll probably know that it's a bit dry, like dry. Miranda's favourite white wine.
0: Kind of like gold vagina. <laughs> right. Ciao, baby. Ciao, baby. <laughs>